Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. Today, I am talking to you about EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, and how it helps individuals and couples heal from infidelity. Many of you that have been paying attention to me and what I do and my videos and my podcasts know that I spend a lot of time helping individuals and couples heal from infidelity. Uh, it is uh, what I've been doing for a long time, and I've been quite successful at it. And I'm always improving uh, my approaches and my techniques and what I do. And so I'm always wanting to let my people know what I've been doing that have been so helpful. And one of the things that I've been using is a trauma treatment, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which I will call EMDR. And you could Google it. And I've talked about it. Last week, I came out with a video that described the process of EMDR. And uh, that was how I use it for people that have had what we call attachment wounds. I'm not going to go into all that because I did talk about that in my last video. Today, I want to talk about EMDR and how it helps people heal from infidelity. Now, infidelity uh, is, is a trauma for the betrayed person. And EMDR helps with trauma. So let me start with what I do. When a couple calls, the individual calls, they've discovered, they've been cheated on. And so when I see them in that first session, and even beyond the first session, I need to assess that couple. Just talk about the couple. I work with individuals as well to help them heal, which I'll get to. But I'm asking, I'm looking, is the couple moving towards an environment, a couple environment, an interpersonal environment, where the where the betrayed person uh, can possibly feel safe again. Uh, a lot of that is that if the person who betrayed is willing to grow, <clears throat> is willing to look at himself or herself and look inside, like, what made me do that? What was that about? And there's many uh, complex reasons why people cheat. It's not as simple as, oh, that person's just a bad person. I'm sorry to say, it's not that simple. Or maybe it's not so bad. Um, so. I, I take a very um, curious approach. I'm very interested in what makes people do that. So if uh, the person who betrayed is willing to be curious himself or herself and try to understand the, the multiple things that may have contributed to it, that's a good thing. That's a start. There are people... There are betrayed people that basically say, no, I'm good. Everything's good. Let's just go on. I don't want to go deeper. I don't want, don't want to go in. Uh, and so basically, if that person, the, betray, the betrayer, uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, the person who betrayed is not willing to look at what's behind that choice they made, then the betrayed person has no reason to believe that it won't repeat. It's, it's probably a good chance it would repeat because people just do behaviors based on their state of mind and where they're at. And if they're not looking inside, if they're not changing from the inside out, 
then there's really not a whole lot of hope. And if that's the case, then the person who got betrayed needs to make decisions accordingly. If that person decides I'm moving on because my partner here is not willing to look inside, not willing to grow, I don't have any reason to believe anything will change. Uh, and of course, you know, people can decide I don't want to be with the person who betrayed me, whether they look inside or not. I'm not saying that anybody has to stay in a relationship with someone who cheated on them. I do happen to see many couples where when they do stay and each person is willing to look into themselves and grow and improve themselves and help heal the relationship, that oftentimes the relationships could be amazingly far better than they were even before the infidelity happened or the discovery of the infidelity took place. So in these situations, though, when one person, the, the betrayer, says, no, I'm not looking in, just get over it, basically, uh, and a person decides, I'm over the relationship, person who got betrayed, I could use EMDR to help that person who betrayed heal. Because now, this problem is in the past. They are not in this relationship. Their pain is real, but it's from something that happened in the past, and we want to help them heal so that they don't have post-traumatic stress disorder that would lead them to avoid future relationships or just feel a lot of anxiety, you know, totally human and understandable. But with EMDR, which is such a phenomenally powerful treatment, it helps people heal so that they can be moving forward, being in the present and being open to life and relationships again. And what's that's wonderful to, to have more a feeling of aliveness. So this helps, and I've worked with many people who have been now out of the relationship. It happened in the past, and now because of this process, not just EMDR. I do I do other things, but the EMDR is kind of a an approach I use, even when we're not specifically processing. And if you hear my heard my video from last time, there's eight stages to it. So it's just an approach that helps us understand that the more we process our pain, the more we can integrate and be healthy adults. Now, if the answer is yes to my original question, like it, it, that the couple is moving towards an environment where the betrayed person can feel safe again because uh, the person who betrayed is looking inside, they really want to make changes, they, they hate that they did that, they're filled with guilt or remorse. And also even the person who was who was betrayed is willing to look at their part of what they did to create the relationship. You know, they co-created a certain relationship, not blaming the betrayed person at all for the choices of the person who cheated. But when both people are basically willing to, to look at themselves and their relationship, now, now we could we want to first stabilize the relationship. Before I do EMDR with any individual person, we want to stabilize it. How do we stabilize the relationship? Uh, we, we do things such as um, increase communication skills, encourage curiosity of one's inner world as well as their partners. We want to mature the relationship so that people can develop the emotional muscle to stay connected even when they have pain, they don't just fight or flight. They don't, you know, put their wall back up. The person who's 
who did the betrayal needs to listen to the pain of the person who was betrayed. And eventually, the person who was betrayed one needs to listen to the person who did the betrayal, like what, what may have been going on with them too. Again, not to blame the betrayed person, but we still need to be interested in what's going on underneath because that's where all the, that's the decision-making that happens unconsciously is because of the ignored inner experiences of the person who betrayed. So again, we're increasing communication skills as we stabilize the relationship. We're deepening the relationship. We're getting them to know each other more. We're helping them be transparent. This is oftentimes also a period of time where part of the transparency might be that the person who betrayed is willing to share passwords, is willing to show credit card statements. At least in the beginning, we need to do what we need to do to help the betrayed person feel safe. Doesn't mean it goes on forever. Doesn't mean the betrayed person is now in the role of detective. But oftentimes, the person who had the secret needs to go a little out of their way to reassure the person who was betrayed. So these are all things we're doing to try to help stabilize the relationship, to give the person who's betrayed a feeling like, wow, it is moving in a positive direction. And now, as the relationship moves towards increasing safety and maturity, when suddenly the person who betrayed is considerate, the person who was um, who was betrayed. Did I say that right? The person who betrayed is considered the person who was betrayed. And the person who was betrayed is also not, um, uh, you know, labeling the, the person who cheated as a terrible person, right? There's more maturity. There's more complexity. They're deepening. Okay, at that point, I can use EMDR to help the betrayed person heal and let the past be in the past as they live in their healthier, more honest relationship. So it, it, gives, it, it gives the person who's betrayed a second chance at feeling vulnerable again, at feeling loved. And again, it's, we've stabilized, it's safe, we help them heal so that they are not so triggered by whatever's triggering them because of the infidelity that happened. You know, I've helped people not be so triggered going into certain restaurants or passing the hotel that, that something happened and, uh, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, and ultimately help them bring their wall down so they experience their aliveness and their vulnerability again. The betrayal may also trigger for the betrayed person earlier childhood betrayals or feeling invisible or feeling inadequate. And so with EMDR, we can also process those earlier childhood traumas and negative experiences. And so the, we use the current triggers of the infidelity to help them heal when they felt something similar before. So that is really valuable. And the person who's betrayed now is really starting to heal uh, you know, from, from older memories, not just this, which is painful enough. Now, the person who betrayed, uh, you know, they have their own trauma to be processed, right? First, the discovery of the infidelity itself may have triggered maybe earlier times of childhood shame. Uh, it's, it's very traumatizing. They may have been traumatized by their partner because they've been caught. 
metaphorically or literally with their pants down. So uh, processing that trauma helps them heal and be able to be more regulated because the more regulated they are, the better they could be listeners to their partner. Or maybe they, they have their own childhood developmental traumas that oftentimes have contributed to the eventual acting out sexually. I find that's almost always the case, by the way, everybody, when you're seeing when someone's acting out sexually, or acting out in any way, oftentimes it can be traced back to something missing in one's childhood or something they had in their childhood, like abuse that they shouldn't have had, but they might have missed being like the trauma wounds I talk about. They have they might have missed healthy parenting. They might have been all alone, which makes it difficult for them to form healthy bonds with their partner. And that could lead to acting out sexually too. So we use EMDR for the person who's who did the betrayal to oftentimes help them heal their own childhood developmental traumas. Um, now, that doesn't mean that I'm saying that the reason people cheat is because of developmental traumas. That's too simplistic a statement. I'm just saying that's a big contributor. And oftentimes people that don't have developmental traumas like that, even though we all pretty much human to have urges oftentimes to be with other people, we can manage them. We can say no, because I don't want to blow this relationship I have here. But if you had, the more trauma you had in your childhood, the more negative adaptations you've had. And so it's easier to sabotage good things in your life, like a committed relationship. Um, the other way I use EMDR as couples continue to heal is I use what's called a future template because with EMDR, we do past, the past memories. We deal with present trauma or present um, not present triggers. And then we look at the future. And so we look at maybe future triggers. Uh, maybe they're going on vacation and it's to an island that has people of a certain culture that the person, the partner cheated with. Right, So we don't want them to have a bad vacation, so we might be there in the future and process the feelings for the betrayed person or, or the person who did the betrayal themselves maybe too. So we do that. I'm just, just bringing out this future templates that we do, past, present, and future. We help the couple look at challenging situations in the future like this vacation I just mentioned and process them uh, so that they continue to regulate their emotions better, which gives them the opportunity to be a healthier, more mature, connected couple that now is thriving. They're deeper, they're more open. They talk, their partners in pain, as I call, they're able to stay connected through pain as well as pleasure, right? They don't have secrets, even, you know, even secrets of I'm angry at you. They're able to share they're able to share. DR is a big part of it. Uh, it's a, a whole approach they use. It's a way of looking at things that the more trauma we process, the healthier we are. And it's just a, been a, a wonderful experience for me to help couples heal from infidelity using this fabulous uh, approach of EMDR. So I didn't want, I wanted to share that with you. And uh, of course, Feel free to contact me if you want me to help you with this challenging problem. And I just wish you the best. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love.
That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.